Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's up, my awesome friend? Today's classic Having It All episode is titled, why you're failing to tap into your full creative potential and how to actually do something about it. And this one comes from way back in May of 2016. So this is the first year, just months after I launched the podcast. So what's cool about that is you're going to hear the original podcast music when you listen to this episode. Now, I love this episode because this was the very first episode that I did where I did not use any sort of notes any outline, any script, nothing like that. And longtime listeners of the show, you know that one of the things I talk about a lot is expanding your comfort zone and doing things that make you feel uncomfortable, make you feel vulnerable, and kind of put you on the spot. And this episode today is an example of me doing exactly that. Because I was very nervous to record an episode without a script. Up until then, I had always used a script or some robust notes and an outline. And going off script and just kind of free-flowing with it, truthfully, I didn't trust myself to be able to do that and flow organically and deliver something that was powerful and valuable. I hadn't done it before. But I had a podcast friend who challenged me. He shared that when he allowed himself to go off script, that's where the magic really happened. So. He put that challenge forth to me and I accepted, but honestly, I was, again, super nervous and I had stage fright. You know, I had to get over these nerves, but I knew that it was a chance for me to expand my comfort zone and grow. And so that's what I did. The result was that I improved in my confidence in speaking and just flowing with what I had to say and trusting my reps, trusting my intuition. I improved in doing my podcasts and doing live videos and putting on events and workshops, all those things, because my confidence went up. And now to this day, I feel so much more comfortable speaking and coaching and teaching and delivering information, um, all because I accepted the challenge that you're going to hear in this episode. So my intention with this conversation you're going to listen to is that you feel inspired to expand your own comfort zone 
as a result of listening and that you start tapping into your creativity more. You find ways throughout the day, throughout the week to tap into creativity, whatever it looks like to you, and you just let it flow because that is how you're going to unleash your fullest potential by trusting yourself, by trusting your intuition, by going off script and letting things flow and being okay with what happens. So with no further ado, let's get into today's episode titled why you're failing to tap into your full creative potential and how to actually do something about it. Enjoy. Welcome to Having It All. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I bring you conversations and insights that explore the question, what does having it all mean to you? My goal is to leave you with stories you can relate to and messages you can take action on so that you can create an abundant, loving life. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, let's jump right into this episode. A friend of mine, fellow podcaster, told me over a meeting a couple weeks ago that when he was getting into podcasting, one of the things that he used to do was script every single one of his episodes. He would script them, which means he would sit down and type out everything that he wanted to say, word for word. And then in the episode itself, he would read it. He shared with me how time intensive that process was and how over the years he had evolved to where now he doesn't script anything. He just sits down at the mic and the topics come to him and he just flows. And I share with him that that's the space that I want to get to because I have not yet done an episode where I hadn't scripted out at least a portion of what I wanted to say. And his, his advice was that, you know, for him, it all started when he sat down behind the mic, pressed record, and just started talking with no script in mind, with nothing, no notes, nothing like that. And he did it one time with the knowledge that he didn't have to publish it. He could just go and talk, and whatever came out is what came out. And if it was something that was quality, then he'd publish it. If it was garbage, he would just toss it. And so he did it the first time, and he got the nerves out of the way, and it helped him for the subsequent times for him to do that. And that's what I'm doing today. That's what I'm doing right now. Uh, I don't have any script in front of me. I don't even have my computer in front of me. I'm sitting in my, my office um, where my podcast studio is, looking at a blank desk with a smoothie and a glass of water and uh, staring at my window. And uh, I just have my, my thoughts in my mind. And so, excuse me, I also have a bit of allergies right now, which is weird. I've never had allergies in, until the past year or so. And uh, all of a sudden, I woke up this morning and my nose was stuffy, so... You hear me sniffling and stuff, that's why. But I think what I want to talk about today is creation, around this idea of creation. My wife, Sarah, um, Sarah and I, we have been creating in a lot of different areas in our lives. Uh, right now, actually, we're pregnant, so we're going in, we're in our 25th week, so that's physical, literal creation. But this morning, we were working on our business together. Um, Sarah has a blog called Back to Complete, and we have a flagship product called Humble Badass, which is an eight-week course that we have been spending months and months and months putting together, and now we are in the promotion phase. So we've been creating in that respect as well. And and I'm a creator in, in many other roles in my life, and so are you. So are you. You know, you you are a creator in whatever you're doing right now, whether you're sitting in a car, 
uh, driving to work or driving to an appointment or driving to the store uh, or you're at home or whatever you're doing, no matter what roles you have in your life, you are a creator. You are the creator of of your life's experience. Um, You create meaning out of the different things that that happen in your life. And uh, you literally create, you know, some people create with their hands, some people create with their voices, some people create with music, but we are all creators. And I was reminded of this last night. Um, so in, a, in another role that I play, it's a previous, previous role of marketer. Um, I was asked to help out two amazing women in my life who are um, putting together websites and we're looking for somebody who could come in and just help with that creative process. And so they put the invitation to me to come help them out. And I said, absolutely. So I was at their house yesterday and one of these women, her name is Shonda Lee. And Shonda is an amazing mother. Um, she's a musician. She's a performer. And uh, she's, a, she's a solo artist. She's a solo pop artist right now. And um, she had a performance on this past Friday. So just a few days ago. And, uh, and it was incredible. I mean, it was, it was mind-blowing. Um, not in just the music that she, you know, the original music that she wrote and performed, um, but in the response and the energy from the crowd. Um, so Shonda is a health and fitness uh, pop star, and um, she, she had everybody, at one point in the performance, she had everybody in the room doing a squat hold, which is basically like an air squat. There, everybody's doing an air squat, and she was just demonstrating um, the importance of of you know being fit and being your most powerful self physically, um, as well as uh, other other areas and other dimensions. But what got me was that you know when she's up there on stage, I've never seen this, and I've been to dozens and dozens of concerts and festivals and shows and performers, but I've never seen a performer get the audience influenced the audience into exercise, right? It was, it was wild. And these are men and women who were, you know, it was a Friday night in Atlanta. Everybody's dressed out to just to, to show up and show out. And she had people in, you know, six inch heels doing a squat, doing an air squat. And, uh, and anyway, I digress. Um, Shonda was up there creating and she plays keyboard. And so I'm watching her as she was playing a Prince song, and I forgot the name of the song, and uh, Prince fans out there are gonna are gonna be hating me because I I don't remember the song, but I will I will figure it out and I'll put a link to it in the show notes, um, link to the name of the song, not to an actual Prince recording of it because there probably isn't any on the internet because uh, Prince doesn't doesn't release his music like that. But Shonda was playing this Prince song, and she just was so in it. She was so present. Her fingers were, were, were moving by themselves. She wasn't consciously thinking, put my pinky here, put my ring finger there, put my thumb here. She was just so in the flow of everything. And I watched with just total admiration. And I was like, holy crap. I, I want to be able to do that. You know, I want to be so in tuned with my craft that it flows out of me. It's not even coming from me, that it's coming from somewhere else and it's going through me. I'm a conduit and the creation is just coming out. And I watched Shonda literally fall on the ground as she was playing. You know, it was part part of the of the energy and the feeling of the moment. She essentially just collapses on the ground with her hand. She had her 
Her left hand was still up on the keyboard playing, hitting the last few chords as the rest of her body is laid out on the ground. That's how into this this Prince song she was playing. That's how into it she was. And, you know, seeing her go down to her knees and then crumple under her butt and then go down on her back and just seeing her do that, it brought everybody in that room to their feet. I mean, it was there was a deafening roar of applause as you saw Shonda just pour her heart out in that pure moment of creation and love for herself and love for what she does. And I watched it and I was like, man, I want that, right? Like I, I want the moment that she's experiencing right now. I want to experience that for myself because of how powerful it was to observe her. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. So yesterday, as I get back to the, to, to, what, to the story, yesterday I was in a meeting with Shonda and with our other brilliant friend, Sandy Chambers. And, you know, we're talking about Shonda and her career um, as a musician um, and just really who Shonda is as a person and, and what inspires her. And I shared how powerful I thought Shonda's performance was. And I shared the moment that I had when I'm watching Shonda and I'm just saying to myself, man, I wish I could play keyboards or play a guitar. My my exact words were, I I wish I could play an instrument that way. I wish I could be so connected to something to to create such powerful music and make it look effortless because it was simply an extension of me. It was part of my body. And I was just expressing myself through that particular part of my body. And I shared that to Sandy and Sandy looked at me and she said, well, what if your body is the instrument? She said, what if what you do, who you currently are being is the way that you are expressing yourself? What if your podcast was how you express yourself? And what if the people listening to your podcast are saying to themselves, man, I wish I could do what Matthew's doing. I wish I could could speak and interview people and share experiences and tell stories the way that Matthew does. All the while you're sitting here, Matthew, again, I'm I'm speaking as Sandy, you're sitting here admiring and and almost envying Shonda. And it kind of when I, when she first said that, I think I quickly um uh, I quickly revised what I was saying and I said, oh, yeah, 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 I know, of course, I, I, I do I do appreciate my own skills. I just wanted to acknowledge Shauna. You know, I said something 
something to that to that sense. And I just kind of brushed it off. And then it stuck with me, right? It just kind of stuck with me, this idea of what am I not acknowledging in myself as pure creation that I'm envying in other people? Because, of course, I can admire Shonda for her, her creative abilities. I can appreciate the music that she's making. I can, I can appreciate her flow in that moment on stage last Friday. But the moment I start to envy it and the moment I start to say to myself, man, I wish I could have that or feel, feel some sort of way, feel as if I don't feel less than, is the moment that I'm basically slapping my creation in the face and totally brushing it aside. And that's what Sandy was pointing out. Because I do create, and I am a creator in all the different roles, but especially in this role as a podcast host, as a storyteller, um, and as an interviewer, I'm, I'm a creator. And my instrument is my voice. My instrument is this mic that I'm speaking into and the and the machines that it that it's going into and being recorded and then going into your into your ears into your headphones that's my instrument that's what I use to create and so Shonda and I are one and the same we're just using different instruments to share our message and the same the very same thing goes for you too because you are a creator And there's something in life that you're doing that people are looking at and saying, wow, I wish I could do it as well as you can. And if you are doing what I do, looking outward at other people and thinking to myself, man, I wish I could be as XYZ as that person. If you're doing that and not appreciating the creator and your creative ability, then you're missing it. And I think that this is something that is simple, but not easy. And I've said that before in other podcast episodes. I've said that things are simple, but not easy. And what I mean by that is the concept is simple. It's simple to say, yes, I'm a creator. Yes, I have gifts. Yes, I have talents. And it is worthwhile for me to appreciate them. It's simple. But doing that is not necessarily easy. You know, it's, it's, easier and this might be a belief uh, you know I'm, I'm comfortable with this you know admitting that this is probably a belief it's easier to look out and see the gifts of other people before I see the gifts in myself and yesterday was an example of that acknowledging the greatness of other people in this case Shonda before I acknowledged myself and so if you're like me then you do this, and you probably do this in a lot of different areas in life, a lot of different roles. You, you, you might be, it's not even comparing, because I, I, I know that I, I struggle and have struggled with comparing myself to other people. You know, maybe it is, maybe, maybe there is an element of comparison, but what I am really honing into right now is this fact that I do this, and a lot of other people do this as well, We will acknowledge the magic and the gifts and the beauty and the light 
in other people and totally forget our own. And so Shonda was a supreme, supreme example of that. But there are are so many other examples of that um, in my life. And I know that if this message has impacted you, then there are examples of it in your life as well. And so I, I, I never want to just tell you different you know, things and be like, here, chew on this and, and not give you something to actually do or take action on because there's, you know, there's a lot of uh, content out there that just simply will give you something to chew on and leave it at that. But my big thing is to lead by example. I think um, my ability to influence is greatly enhanced when I'm being what I am saying as opposed to just saying And so this podcast episode right now is an example of me being it because I'm acknowledging that I am a creator and I am a creator to a greater magnitude than I thought because I'm sitting down, like I said, sitting down without a script for this one, sitting down with no notes, with just a a starting point and then letting what comes naturally to me flow out. And this stuff does come very naturally to me. I mean, I've, I've spent over five years, um, the last three years have been very, very intentional, over 2,000 plus hours, um, and I've actually sat down and calculated them. I, I sat down and looked at my schedule, looked at the, um, the hours that I have blocked off for, for different meetings, different meetup groups, different coaching sessions, um, different accountability groups that I've been in, and it tallied in over 2,000 hours. So I've put in the reps to do to do what I'm doing right now, to speak and to share these things with you. I've put in the reps. And so what I'm doing right now is I am, I am being that creator, simply turning on the mic with no notes and just speaking to you. This is my equivalent of Shonda being on stage, performing her heart out in front of hundreds of people, falling on the ground while her hand is just connected to that keyboard because that keyboard is part of her. That keyboard is an extension of who she is and there's blood and there's tissue and there's muscles and there are fibers in that keyboard and she cannot disconnect from it because if she does, then she loses her life force in that moment. I'm doing the very same thing right now and I'm acknowledging it to you. I'm acknowledging it right to you that this is me creating this is me using my gifts. You know, there's a lot of gifts that are coming through right now. There's, this is me using my talents, the things that I've worked on. I've worked on intentionally for a long time at cultivating. And this is me using my passions, talking about topics and subjects that I'm incredibly, incredibly passionate about. Not because it simply stirs something in me when I read it or when I hear it, but because it has moved and influenced me into action so that I've felt it in my body, in my bones, and it has changed my life. That's, that's the passion part. So if you have been moved by this message, by this episode at all, if, you, if some part of you knows that there's a creator in you, if some part of you is willing to acknowledge and admit that there's a creator because there, there darn sure is a creator in you, I know that for a fact, then I want you to think about and jump into action the same way that I'm doing right now, the same exact way as you're hearing me do right now. 
So that action for you, it, 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 it's going to look different than what it does, than what it looks like for me. And it might look different in all the different roles that you play in life. You know, the way that you create in a work or career role might be different than the way you create in a, in a parent or family role, which might be the way, different than the way you create in a friend role. However it is, I want you to acknowledge the fact that you are a creator. I want you to take back that power that you have to create your life and to create the ex- your experience of life and to create the meaning behind the things that happen in your life. I want you to take back that power by acknowledging it. Simply acknowledging that you are a creator means that you have now taken the power when in the past you might have given the power over to other forces or to other things and saying, you create what I experience. So acknowledge that you're a creator, take back that power and then do something with it. And then actually create, right? Create is a verb. You have to to act. You have to do things to create them. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Right? In my case, creating is speaking. Creating is communicating. Creating is telling stories and is sharing. But it's going to be different for you. Identify what the creation is. And I, and I dare you to go big with it because I could have created in a lot of different roles, but right now this was the biggest creation that I could think of, sitting down and sharing, sharing the way I am right now. So I dare you, and I, I'm using the word dare intentionally. I'm, I'm intentionally trying to poke at your ego. That's what a dare is, right? It's telling you your ego, yeah, try this. There's a part of me that thinks you won't do it. So I dare you to do it. I dare you to create and I dare you to create big. And I can say from the many times that I have done it, because I have done it many times and I've, I've recorded other episodes on this. Um, I don't have the name of the episode right now, but it, it was the topic of fear. You know, what would you do if you were not afraid? I've asked myself that question and I've answered that question multiple times. And that is creation right there. Because as soon as I answer that question and go into action, I'm in creation mode. So I've done it. And I know, I know because I've been there, I know what happens when you do it. You step into the thing that's uncomfortable. You step into the unknown. You step into the fear and you come out the other side. You come out the other side with more wisdom with more empathy, with more self-love, with more courage. And you come out the other side looking back and being like, wow, that wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. You know, it was actually quite enjoyable. My adrenaline went up. I felt like I was in flow. I felt excited. I got responses. Man, it was, that was pretty wild. That's what happens when you are bold enough and courageous enough to create and to put yourself out there. The flip side of that is to critique. 
You know, there's a saying, I don't know who said it, I've heard it in the past and I've used it myself, that you can either be a creator or a critic, but you can't be both. And I'm a, I'm a big believer of that, you know, in whatever arena it is. You can either be the athlete, the one out there who's doing it, who's in action, the creator, the person who's out there who's, who's being bold and putting themselves on the line and creating something, or you can be the critic, the sideline critic, the couch critic, the, the Facebook critic. The person who uses their, who's influenced by their fears and therefore wants to use that to poke holes in something that someone else is creating. And we've all been on both sides of it. I've absolutely been a critic. I've absolutely been a creator. I know which one's more powerful. I know which one leads me towards feelings of joy and peace and love and harmony. And I know which one doesn't. <laughs> I know which one is simply me stroking my ego by by trying to denigrate another person's accomplishments or creation. So if you're right now thinking to yourself, if you're hearing parts of you that are like, nah, nah create this is some this is some bull crap. I'm gonna say that's your ego. Absolutely. That's the critic coming out. That's your fear. That's your fear. And and everything boils down. I'm a huge believer. Everything boils down into a choice between fear and love. So you have the opportunity to choose fear, to choose to not create, to choose to not get in the game, to choose to not play, to not put yourself out there, to not act, to not be bold, or you have a choice to do the opposite, to choose love. And in this case, love means loving yourself so much that you are allowing your light to shine, that you are allowing that thing that is in you, that thing that wants to be birthed to come out. By giving yourself permission to do that, you tap into what, you, what I believe you are here to do, which is to love and to express that love. Because right now I'm expressing the love for myself by allowing all these ideas, these experiences, the trials, the things that I've overcome, the things that I've accomplished, allowing all of that to just spill out right now. That's me loving on myself, loving on my soul and my energy and allowing it to just be. When I watched Shonda on Friday night, that was a supreme act of self-love. She was allowing that creative energy, that power that was in her, that creative spirit, it poured out all over the place. It didn't pour, it exploded all over the place, all over everyone in that room because she was loving on herself. Because she had a choice right before she got on stage. I know I talked to her about this. I know she was experiencing fear. Her heart was pounding. She was anxious. She was wondering, is anybody going to like this music? Are they going to accept my new songs? Are they going to boo me off the stage? Are they going to think my dance moves are corny? How am I going to sound? Is my voice going to crack? All of these different things that fear and ego were creating in her. All these reasons, which are great reasons, right? They're great reasons not to go on stage. Yeah, you know what? Your voice might crack. Yeah, you know what? Nobody may clap. They might be more interested in what's on their cell phone than you on stage. And they may not even be watching. Those are all great reasons, right? They're great reasons to not do it, to not go ahead with it. But in that moment... She had the choice between fear and love. She chose love. She chose to say, you know what? I am Shonda Lee. 
I am C. Lee Boss Lady. That's her stage name, C. Lee Boss Lady. And I'm going to go do my thing. Regardless of what anybody in this room thinks, I'm doing it for me. And she did. And she freaking rocked it. And if you were to, to speak with Shonda right now, she would tell you that was, that was probably her most powerful performance. Internally, you know, the, the performance that moved her the most, but then the performance that got the people witnessing it and experiencing it moved the most as well. Because she chose love. Because she was bold and courageous and chose to be a creator. So, I think this episode turned out pretty powerful. Um, I think that by me choosing to create, and you know what? I will, uh, I, I will admit, I put this off for a couple of weeks. I sat down with Paul. Man, it must have been the first time he told me about this, this exercise of recording with no notes was well over a month ago. And then we sat down for lunch again about two weeks ago. and He told it to me again. It took me, let's say, six weeks to actually do this. And during that six weeks, I recorded at least 10 episodes. So that means I came over to my mic, I sat down, I plugged in, opened my laptop, and wrote out scripts. You know, because I do interviews and I do solo shows. So I wrote out at least five scripts, knowing that there was a power, a creative power that I could tap into by doing what I'm doing right now, by going unscripted. Yet, the fear that I was experiencing kept that from happening. I kept choosing fear for six weeks until I finally just came and said, you know, I told Sarah, I'm going to record this today. I'm going to hang out back here for a little while. You know, it, it happens to be the day when I was, I almost, man, this is, this, as, I'm, as I'm talking, this just, revealing itself more and more, how, how I was giving myself reasons to not do this, you know, because I, I'm experiencing these, these, these goofy allergy symptoms right now. My nose is all stuffy. And I was like, yeah, you know, I might sound a certain way during this episode. So I, I'll probably will wait, you know, I'll, I'll wait until, uh, until tomorrow morning or I'll wait until next week. And I'm actually going out of town tomorrow. So it's Wednesday right now. And I'll, publish this episode on Friday and there's there's no real time right I have a I have a meetup group I'm going to this evening so there's there's no time for me to record this thing it was it was either do it now or it's not getting done and I still was creating reasons justifications as to why I wasn't going to do it and that that right there is the power of our ego that is the power of our ego and you're seeing it right, I mean, you're seeing an, a prime example live right now as I'm speaking to you. My ego is strong. But I take the time to recognize. I put myself in situations where I can recognize when my ego is coming out. You know, by choosing to get behind the mic right now, choosing to, to simply speak off the cuff, I created the opportunity for me to have this realization that for six weeks I had been choosing fear and for six weeks I had been making justifications and I had rationalizing my, my decision to not 
do this episode. And just the fact that I have acknowledged that means that the next time it happens, because it's pretty certain it's going to happen again, maybe it'll only take me five weeks. Maybe it'll take me five weeks and six days. But there was 24 hours that I got back that I wasn't choosing fear. And that's what doing this sort of thing for yourself can do. And that's what a lot of this whole, you know, I I don't like using this term. I'm using air quotes, but self-help. You know, like get you you get into this work, working on yourself. You know, you you start working on your fears, looking at your your decision making, examining your habits and making shifts. And we all want to experience overnight results. I, I want to say that because I've recognized that I chose fear instead of love when it came to recording this episode, because I recognize that I will never choose fear over love again when it comes to podcasting. But I know that's not the case because I know these types of things take reps. It takes consistency. It takes acknowledgement. It takes humility. Humility to recognize when you've been choosing fear. And the only way to to shorten that gap, the only way for me to get from six weeks down to five, four, three, two, one, zero weeks is for me to just keep putting in the reps, for me to keep recognizing when I'm choosing fear, for me to keep acknowledging when I'm choosing fear, for me to keep getting feedback from people, keep asking folks, hey, how am I showing up? Taking that feedback, humbling myself to it, And then in the moments when I'm choosing fear, to do a little bit of sitting and reflecting. And acknowledging again, wow, okay, that was fear. All right, next time. Next time it'll be be shorter. And giving yourself permission to not be perfect and not get 100% right. I think all of that is part of the creative process. And you've heard the phrase before, creative process. It's a process. You know, Shauna did not learn how to play keyboards overnight. Of course not. That would be, and that's even, it's pointless for me to say that. Yet, I wanted to, I'm sitting there watching her saying to myself, man, I wish I could play like that, right? This isn't my first podcast episode. I've been doing this for, Almost a year now? No, not 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 that long. Maybe eight months. Yet I want to I, I want to get to a space where I experience no fear when it comes to podcasting. I use the phrase creative process, but then I want to delete the process part. But it's that process part that creates character. You know, it's the putting in the reps, being consistent constantly choosing love, constantly choosing to create, that's what gets you to a point where you go from six weeks down to zero weeks. Where you choose fear nine times out of a 10 and you get all the way down to one time out of 10. It's by sticking with the process. It's by being consistent, seeking feedback, having humility. So this episode is all about creation. This episode is all about acknowledging the different 
creative roles that you play, the different creative responsibilities you play in the roles you have in your life. It's about taking as much time to look at your creative genius and admire your creative genius and recognize your creative genius as you do other people's. It's taking time to look at your gifts, those things that you were just simply born with and being like, dang, I was born with this ability that others really have to work towards. That's, wow, I'm humbled. That's awesome. It's taking time to look at those gifts and to look at your talents, the things that you've cultivated over time, the things that you've put reps in. We all have talents. And it doesn't matter if your talents are big or small. Big or small is subjective. It's all relative. It doesn't matter. Maybe your talents are in folding laundry. Maybe your talents are in painting houses. Maybe your talents are in writing computer code. It's whatever you've put the reps in, whatever you've cultivated. So taking time to recognize your gifts, taking time to recognize your habits, excuse me, talents, and taking time to recognize your passions, those things that fire you up. Taking the time to do those things so that when you get into creation mode, so that when you are bold and daring, and you take action, that you tap into those things that are just there. And you create. So again, this episode is about creation, acknowledgement, and getting into action. I appreciate you hanging out with me today. This was a lot of fun for me. Um, You will absolutely hear more episodes where I go unscripted. Um, I enjoyed this process. It was a very creative process for me. And so uh, I'd love to hear feedback on the episode too. I mean, this again, this is the first time I've done something like this. So drop me a line. Um, you can either go to my website, matthewbivens.com, click on the contact and just uh, shoot me a message through there. That would be fantastic. And let me know, what did you think of this episode? Um, did you think it was awesome? Did you think it sucked? What did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? Um, all of that great stuff. I would love, love, love to get feedback, especially when I'm doing something new like this. Um, you can also go to firesidenetwork.com. That's where the Having It All podcast lives. Fireside Network is our home. That's fire, F-I-R-E, side, S-I-D-E, network.com. And you can find the show Having It All. And then you'll be able to find this episode in there, uh, which is untitled as of yet. So uh, just just the title will be something along the lines of creation, um, I imagine. And leave me some feedback. And um, yeah, I... I, I you know, if you want to connect with me and share what your creative block has been and what your creative action is, I would love to hear that as well. I would absolutely love to hear what you are creating and support you. Absolutely support you. You know, if you've been listening to this show for any period of time, you know that I am a huge, huge fan and believer and example of accountability. Accountability and community. So you are my community. If you're listening to me right now, you're part of my community. And so let me exercise my responsibility as being a part of this community in supporting you. So give me a chance to support you. Reach out to me. Again, MatthewBivens.com. You can find the contact. And from there, you can just drop me a note. And it goes right to my inbox. And uh, I will get back to you. That is my promise. And with that, I appreciate you being here with me today. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm humbled, I'm honored, and here is to you having it all.
Two quick things before you leave. First, did you know that the Having It All podcast is a part of the Fireside Network? Yep, we are one of the esteemed shows that calls Fireside Network home. That means if you ever want to listen to a show outside of iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, all you need to do is visit firesidenetwork.com and under shows, select Having It All. From there, you can access all the episodes, see the show notes, learn about my guests, and more. Second, I am very excited to announce that my brand new website is live. Visit MatthewBivens.com and you can learn more about me, get plugged into an accountability group, and pick up some free content like the Abundance Benchmark. I am all about helping you not only identify what your ideal life looks like, but also helping you on your journey towards it. I want you to experience more abundance and love in your life. So again, you can find out more information about all of that great stuff at MatthewBivens.com. Thank you once more for listening to the show. And here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higg. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.